Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. The average hand has five fingers. Welcome to the Factor. Welcome to the Factor, your weekly battle of facts, y'all. Alex is the host, not a slack off. Mike's got the facts that'll smack, y'all. But don't worry, cuz Pat's got your back, y'all. It's the Factor. It's the Factor. Yeah, it's the Factor. Welcome to the Fact Off, a weekly podcast where we each bring you a, a random and obscure fact and you, the listener, can decide the winner. I'm your host, Alex, and is with me as always, Mike. Hey, what's up, buddy? Nothing, just hanging out, having fun. How's life? Awesome, awesome. Uh, you guys are finally back from your uh, vacation together. Uh, That's true. The listeners at home don't realize, but the bros broed out for one whole week. Yep, we broke down. We I went to Philly to visit my family. I refuse to start talking until I'm introduced. <laughs> oh, and our other co-host, <laughs> Pat. Hey, everybody. I'm also part of this show. <laughs> this is like two weeks in a row you guys just you start to have a conversation without me even being well, involved. I we're going like to ice you jam. out because we were supposed to record last night and you yeah, and like, totally, uh, totally iced us out. My my phone's not charged. I've been at a, a high school cheerleading competition all night. I was being a good uncle. I took my niece to cheerleading practice. My car does not have the time. Like, the light is dead in the radio, and my phone was dead. It was supposed to end at 8. She comes out at 8.45. She goes, we went over a little bit. Now, me and Mike both signed on and had to awkwardly sit and force conversation with each other. That's not oh, how You guys it went. hate each other. Nah, I mean, we were with the light. We should have recorded that. It was amazing. Yeah, we talked all sorts of things, yeah. It was like, we talked till 5 a.m., and then we and Mike both went to work. <laughs> the lost uh, episode. You should record yep. that. And it was so many facts, like, flying. Speaking of facts, did anyone win last week or the week before? I guess we should have two winners, right? I assume I win every week. Yeah, Alex might have won every other one. Who knows? Um, actually... Episode 35, drum roll, please. Dum, bum, 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 bum. Alex won. Uh, episode 36, drum roll, please. Bum, 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 Alex won again. Oh, my God. God am I that good? Yes, back to back. I am this too damn Shenanigans. good. I am like the greatest fact giver of all time. I am the... F- Greatest. I don't know. I got nothing. But I do have a victory fact. <laughs> You're so good at coming up with things on the spot, too. Yeah, that's why he's the well, host. Since I won back-to-back weeks, I'll read a couple facts that all lump in together. The most presidents of the United States have died in the month of July. Good okay. for <laughs> yep, you. Know the that? most presidents. The most presidents. Yeah. Uh... Adams and Jefferson both died, and Moreau both died on July 4th. You're going to love my uh, fast fact for July 4th. Uh, And no presidents have died in the month of May yet. So, Mike, if you want to make that happen, go ahead. Is that why Biden was feeling really (laughs) like, uh, he was feeling good in May, you know, like nothing could hurt him. And this is a fascinating fact. So, of the four presidents who've died... In the month of April, not one of them had finished their presidential term. Wait, wait. Ooh. 
How many episodes did you win? I feel like you've, yeah, you're know. claiming you won like all these episodes. You're nonstop victory facts. People miss the fis- victory facts. All right, Alex, uh, listeners, stop voting for Alex. Sorry, this, I'm begging you. Please don't vote for any more I, of his facts. I feel like next time he's going to yeah, just read encyclopedia to us. So, yeah, the, the president. He's still looking died. at more facts. He, he wants <laughs> to tell us more facts. <laughs> still going. Sorry, the hold on. I want the presidents who died in April never finished their like last term. You said we, that. Yeah, you, we've heard that fact. Oh, William, William Henry Harrison. Oh, okay. Mike's favorite president, Abraham Lincoln. JFK. My fa- nope. My favorite president, FDR. And Pat's favorite president, Nixon. He died in, without finishing his term. Oh no, he yeah, got he impeached. Was, he was impeached. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought that was fascinating. But that's well, the, you thought wrong. There's my victory fact. Did anybody get shut out? Or since I won both, were you guys both just uh, the slack offs of the uh, week? We both got shut out, episode 36. Yeah. 35, I was the only one shut out. Double slacks. That's okay, so Mike's back. a double jack off, two fist in. I'm just one jack off. Yeah. And you know what that t- know what time it is now, right? Pat, fun fact, spectacular fun, fun time fact. Spectacular fun, fun fact. Spectacular fun, fun fun. 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 That's right, everybody. Once again, we should make that a song. I think we should record that. Mike, did you get that clean? So they say on the radio, right? No, no, probably not. There was nothing interrupting it. It was perfect. Mike. Mike thought since we got a new theme song, I would never sing on the podcast again. True. All right. If you're just listening for the first time, I'm sorry. This is your first episode, but this is the fun factacular where I read five random facts from a fact calendar. And Mike tells me which one is the worst of the week. And Alex tells me which is the best fact of the week. First fact might sound familiar. Did you know that three presidents, all founding fathers, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson and James Monroe all died on July 4th. Oh, shut Say up. What? Is this like the presidential fact show? It's yeah. the July 4th fact. Alex oh ruined my, my fact. Did you text that to Alex and that's where he got his no, inspiration? No, I looked it up. Oh. Do you think I want to ruin the factacular by giving Alex my facts for his victory fact? <laughs> You've done <Nope>. it before. <laughs> have I? Yes. Oh, no, he did, I did it once, one. but I didn't have one. <laughs> to start the show. Yeah. All right. Uh... For all you football fans out there, uh, Cleveland Browns are the only team to neither play in nor host a Super Bowl. (laughs) Jerks. Why won't they let them host a Super Bowl? I don't know. Something about Cleveland, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, Cleveland in the winter doesn't sound appealing. I'm throwing my hat in the ring. This is my favorite fact of the week. The man who founded Atari also started Chuck E. Cheese. Really? Bill Atari started Chuck E. Cheese? Well, no, his name is Bill A. Cheese, and his middle name is Atari. I knew it. Fact number four, Miami is the only major U.S. city founded by a woman. Really? In your face, Alex. uh, You said it couldn't be done. (laughs) Will Miami found it? Yes. (laughs) And then, do you guys know what the most common password is? One, two, three, four. Mike, you should know this. So close, Alex. Do you have a guess? I said password. The answer is one, two, three, four, five, six. Alex oh, is closest without going off. over. What? Wait, no. I was closest <laughs> without going over. I didn't even no, do you... the additional numbers. 
I think you only did one, two, three, four. It doesn't count. My favorite fact of the week was the president's dying. <laughs> yeah, I heard, but... I heard that before. But I'll go with the Atari one. Uh, I think one. the worst fact was the password one because now you just exposed millions of people uh, to. Now, if you fraud. do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, is this going to be the great fact off? Uh, <laughs> what is it? The fact off hack off? Yeah, of twenty twenty two. Nobody likes that. You don't know yeah. that. All right, listeners, vote. Do you like the fact off hack off? Let us know. Sounds we'll like wait. People yeah. are choking to death on their food while they're listening to the show. Which I As think they, they should. usually do. Yeah. If you're not eating while you're listening to the show, you're listening to the show wrong. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you got to multitask. Food should be falling out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. I imagine families sit around and they put a little speaker on the table and at dinner time and they just listen to that instead of having, having to force conversation with each other. Would somebody sure. pass the mashed potatoes, please? <laughs> All no, right. after Mike's fact. <laughs> All right, who's who, who's you're the, supposed to be the leader here, Alex? You won. Yeah, who's the appetizer of the week? Uh, I will go first because my fact is the best fact of the week. So tonight, or yeah, tonight or last, I don't know. It was supposed to be last night, but I think it's technically tonight. No one knows what night you're talking about, so just say it. <laughs> yeah, uh, July thirteenth is going to be the full buck moon. Oh, I've heard this. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a super moon. Oh, I mean, moon. I'll it's pretend gonna... like I haven't heard this. I haven't heard this. Yeah. The moon What's is going to be the... <laughs> the moon is going to be the closest to the Earth all year. And it's Wait, and be... you're telling me tonight, the day after? Yeah. Oh, I was... That's fine. That's not really my fact. But, yeah, the moon is going to be... It's going to be close. It's only going to be 222,089.3 miles away from Earth. Should let me guess. It's going to be 7% it's going to appear 7% larger than normal. Did but someone shoot it with a sniper rifle like in uh, Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> I always measure the moon every night, too, so I'll definitely notice that 7% largerness. But do you know why it's called the Buck Moon? There's a deer on the moon? Close. Mike, do you have a guess? Uh, I don't know. If it's inside somebody's buck tooth. Further away from Pat's guess. <laughs> uh, no, it's because deer antlers at this time are full grown and they grow faster, I guess, during this time. In it's your also face. the This full moon is also sometimes known as the thunder moon due to the st- strong storms we get at this time. Or the month of ri- uh, ripe corn moon. <laughs> That's that, that one's a winner. <laughs> uh, so... Native Americans used to name the moons kind of to tell time. So, like, they would use them to tell, like, the passes of time. They had Some had 12 moons that they would count or 13 moons. They would use, like, four seasons or five seasons. And so the Farmer's Almanac is the one that kind of names our moon now. And they took different Native American and Colonial Americans' moons' names and named each moon. That's why people are referring to this moon as the Full Buck Moon. Because of deers. I thought you just like ran full buck naked around with this moon out. I wish. With so your moon go out. Each, each month's full moon name. The month of January, the full wolf moon. The wolf moon, because wolves are often heard howling more at this time of year. The colonials used to believe that it was because wolves were more hungry during this time. 
But I guess it's like for more like territorial purposes. Uh, more horny during this time. Wait, are yeah. you going to read us 12 of these? Yep. Uh, January is also known as the Freeze Up Moon or the Spirit Wait, Moon. There's two for each month? Well, like, no, there's a bunch for each month because different Native American groups have. All right, I want to hear every single one. Go. Had different names depending on, like, where you are in the country. Like, so up north, they're going to have, like, the Freezing Up Moon and stuff. It's going to be colder in January. So. The Farmer's Onomac kind of just picked what they, I guess, what they thought was the best. February is the snow moon. Heavy snow falls during February. Also known as the hungry moon or the raccoon moon. Probably because um, the hungry moon, because you're probably starving hung- at that point. Yeah, it's, yeah, not, not as hungry. March, mm-hmm. I found the most interesting, is the worm moon. So, worms emerge from... Larvas, larvas emerge from barks and other winter places at this time, kind of symbolizing like the start of spring and all. So it's the worm moon. It's also know the snow crust moon or the wind strong moon. The April. No crust. Yeah. Snow crust moon. No, stuff crust moon. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> my. Sounds way better. <laughs> yeah. April is the pink moon. Um, for a moss pink. Or the ground frolics flower, which is like a pink flower. It's one of the first flowers to start their bloom each year. What should we call it? <laughs> I like the alternative for April. One place called it the moon when the ducks come back. <laughs> That's a lazy one. <laughs> is that really the name? <laughs> that was it. One some one of the tribes referred to it as that. Why do they call, May, call it the duck moon? Because like. Part of these are like translation. We don't know um, that they're leaving. The moon, the ducks come back, tells a story. That's true. Yeah. Like part, and then part of these are like translated from Native American languages. Please tell me they had less months le- uh, at the time. Duck come May back. is the full flower moon. Spring begins. Also known as the egg laying moon or the budding moon. This is June is Mike's favorite moon, the strawberry moon. Because the strawberries in the northeast will wipe the pick at this time. Or the blooming moon or the birth moon. Blooming onion moon. July, we already did. August, Pat's favorite month. The sturgeon moon. Sturgeons in the Great Lakes will most readily be caught at this time. I was going to say, that's exactly what I was going to say. Or the mountain shawls moon or the flying up moon. September, the best month of the year. Is this is one you guys probably all heard of, the Harvest Moon? Okay, that's the only one I've heard of so yeah, far. It's a, a yeah. famous song about that. Yep, Harvest Moon, Harvest Moon, everybody loves the Harvest Moon. Up and down, all around, Harvest Moon. All right, false, but uh, go ahead. <laughs> now it's the full moon closest to the se- September equinox, traditioning when harvesting corn is most mostly done. October, Mike's favorite month. Hunter's Moon. My dog, yeah. named after the moon. Yep. This is when like game is most fattening up for the winter, so this is when you should go hunting for game because they're going to be the biggest. November, Pat's favorite moon, the full beaver moon. How many? <laughs> that is my favorite moon. It's like we've gone uh, through all the months already. <laughs> How many yeah. favorite months do we have? A lot. I think I have two and Mike has three. Yeah. Beavers finish prepping for the winter during this time. Yeah, they and do. And then it's also called the digging moon or the freezing moon. Digging into the full beaver. 
And finally, December, the cold moon. Because it's cold. That's lazy. <laughs> and now you know the rest of the story. Or also look at the long night moon is sometimes called. Or, or but like St. Nick's big one... old moon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mike. Yes. <laughs> but there you have it. And I am calling my fact the fact off moon. Oh my god, can we just end this episode now? <laughs> what? I like my fact. I found it interesting. Uh, You're gonna my, hate my fact. It's all about week. more moons. He's gonna list off the uh, different uh, suns. Exactly. Each month had a different sun. Mike, you going? He is a mad just because I keep winning. I'm upset that your facts are like 100 facts this week. <laughs> You're feeling yourself. You guys have all done that. When? I do Uh... The Supreme Court had five, and then there went to two, and then there went to five, and then there That's was one none, fact. and then there was six, and then there was seven, and this lady was skinned alive, and those are there, and they <laughs> served still the dinner. All right, Mike, let's hear it. All right. My father-in-law, when I was over at the house the other day, he was uh, telling me about this really good meal they had, and uh, the White meal- White rice and water? <laughs> yeah, bread and water, uh- Put some butter on it, and it was pretty good. Um, no, the meal was uh, stuffed mangoes. And he was explaining Ooh. these stuffed mangoes where they like put like sausage and rice and all that into the mango. and Kind of like a stuffed pepper? And, and he said it was delicious. Wait, you didn't eat it? No, I didn't eat it. I w- he was just explaining to me how awesome this meal was, and I'm like, what? Is a, What the hell is a stuffed mango? Can you call him right now and put him on speakerphone so we could hear it from him? Hello, it's me, Mike's wife's dad. How's it going? That's that's how he introduces himself everywhere he goes. It's kind of awkward. Mike's wife's dad. <laughs> People get the point. People understand immediately. Yeah. Um, well, we're such big celebrities. Yeah. But Stick have you guys yourself. ever had a stuffed mango? It just seems like such an odd like treat. I asked this earlier, and you completely ignored me. Is it like a stuffed pepper? We'll get to that. (laughs) I've not had a stuffed mango, but I have had stuffed peppers, and they're really good. I had stuffed crust. Well, yeah, we talked about that, the stuffed crust moon. Um, But I I looked at some old recipes, and I found that uh, there's actually a lot of recipes out there that call for mangoes in, like, salads and pickling and all sorts of things. I'm like... Why? Why are mangoes showing up in like salads? Like you, you don't it's think delicious. a mango would go well with a salad? I would. I've never the tried mango it. Sauce is good. Actually, I think that I don't even know if I ever had a mango before. Never had a mango? I don't know. I, I don't really mango. like mini melons. I'm not a big melon fan. What I'm a big beaver that? fan and a big melon fan. <laughs> uh, good for you. What was on the uh, saw? Was that like a Mango slaw? Or am I making that up? You're making that up. You're just trying to uh, fit in my favorite sandwich into this fact. Um, Always do. I found that the, in Pennsylvania, where you guys are from, <gasps> they called it the <clears throat> coal region stuffed mangoes. So this is a thing okay. that's in Pennsylvania, too. And uh, back in the day, I'd, I'd say it probably like 10, 15 years ago, as far back as that, um, if you went to the grocery store... If, if you found these items on the store shelves, they'd be labeled mango peppers. 
Oh, I see. No, wait, hold on. I'm reading something on my phone. Did you know that each of the 50 states has their own name for stuffed mango? And I'm going to read every single one, oh, starting with Alabama, Mike's favorite state. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Continue. Oh, thank um, God. Yes. Uh, if, I, if I had to hear another list fact, I was going to jump out the basement window. I do one list fact, and you guys have constantly done them. I don't need this. So you guys are, are, are you guys kind of understanding where I'm getting at here with these mangoes? So are you trying to tell us that a mango is a pepper? Is this one of your trick facts where you lead us down this long walk just to tell <laughs> us that mangoes are really peppers? Yes. Mangoes are really peppers. Uh, so I was kind of curious. I was the only one curious about this, too. And when her dad was telling me that they were Still like stuffed alive. mangoes, I was like, what <laughs> What are you talking about? I've never heard of this in my entire life. Everybody else just kind of moved on. I'm just, I'm just stuck here. <laughs> In my seat, you, pondering you look like stuffed you slept mangoes. In three days. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Mike move. sat. Mike sat at the table for four days. <laughs> He's carving into the. Uh, he has a whole bunch of mangoes, like in uh, what's it? Uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Exactly, and so like in my research, I found that it's mainly a Midwestern phenomenon. That explains okay. it. Yeah, it does. We do a bunch of dumbass crap in in the Midwest here. Like <laughs> you uh, love it. <laughs> we, I do. I do. Um, Mike has a tattoo on his chest that this says Midwest. <laughs> no, and on his back it says crap. <laughs> but yeah, it, the pe like our parents might be the one, the last generation to call them like mangoes peppers. Like I don't think people our age are are really carrying this tradition on. I think it's kind of an older tradition. Um, tradition. I was on TikTok. Uh, Gen Z kids are calling them mango peppers now. That would be funny. Yeah. Um, I read a story that somebody from the Midwest <laughs> went out to California. That would be funny. <laughs> and uh, there you go, Mike. had like a mango candy, and they were surprised that the mango candy tasted fruity. Really? Yeah, because they... someone you know? So I guess the people here or in, in the Midwest were more likely to know of the mango peppers than the actual mango, <laughs> which is kind of Are funny like to the... think. Oh, it's a different thing. It's not a... No. I thought I thought we already covered that. The green peppers, but they're just like yellow. Is that the ones they're talking about? No, just green peppers in general. Are they yeah, the but... green peppers that are red? Any of them? Any of the green? Any of the bell pet? Pretty much a bell pepper. What I thought you guys got to this, but yeah, the bell pepper well, is called mangoes by some older folks. Oh, I can see, okay. I can see like the yellow or like orange ones being called mangoes. But green, that's being dumb. Tell me mangoes dumb. are kind of green. So I was confused. I thought they just called actual mangoes peppers, no, not peppers mangoes. So now I'm on board. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, I'm off board now. I I thought <laughs> Alex is off. Pat's in. All right, we're we're gonna keep continue this one. Um, so I had to know like where did this even start? Like where did it begin? That's where my curiosity got peaked. And uh. Like everything that is wrong in this world, England's to blame. So it's true. yeah, there's a lot of you could yeah you could probably prove that yeah I, we'll do a podcast episode where we just bring in bad facts about England. I think we could probably find a bunch. I'm I good. actually have a good fact about England today. So oh sorry guys, is it oh. about the moons? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so in the 18th century. There was high demand for Indian-style pickled mangoes. And these are the actual mango mangoes, the fruit. Um, All right. See, you're, this is what you're losing. I know. I know. We're, we're going to go back and forth here for a second. Where do mangoes grow naturally? 
uh, probably the tropics. Now you speak. I'll look it up. <laughs> okay. So mangoes were so scarce in the like in England in the the colonies that they decided to sub out green peppers in the recipe. Which uh, to okay. me, why why would if you're thinking about like what to sub a mango out for, why would you, why in the heck would you think ma- uh, a bell pepper? Yeah, I mean they're both food. Yeah, I know it just doesn't track in my head. I've never, like I said, I've never had a mango. Does a mango taste anything like a bell pepper? Imagine Mangoes, a bell pepper. You've never had mango, and then it tastes I might have, like nothing uh, like that. I might have. I, I just don't remember. They're juicy. Mangoes, mangoes are good. Okay, it's yeah. my least favorite water ice, but other than that, I would put them in the top forty-five fruits. Gotcha. <laughs> but your thirty of them are apples. Yeah. <laughs> Green, Granny Smith. No, oh, that's green. So red, delicious. Let's jump back in. Since mangoes were so scarce, they subbed the green peppers. And okay. why the peppers? Well, they were easy to get because they could import them from the New World, from America. Because green peppers are from Mexico, South America, um, like the southern part of America. Nice. And they actually imported the green peppers to, like, uh, I think a lot of Europe, and they started growing them over there. But um, that was, like, kind of a new phenomenon over over there. Um, so how, where the confusion began, though, is back in the colonial era, they had to import all their foods pickled because stuff would spoil in that journey across the ocean. And so pretty much everything that was pickled was referred to as a mango. So this is even where it gets more confusing. I wonder if the fruit actually has a different name and we just all call them. We call everything mango. We don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> it seems like this is the most confusing word. Uh, like if you call a mango, a mango is not a mango. It just does. Yeah. Well, eventually mango became a verb and the verb mango means to pickle. What? Yes. I've been eating mangoes all day. <laughs> and so so how do we jump from that to like your grandparents calling green peppers pickles? Well, because everyone's dumb. Yeah, this that's what makes me so furious about this whole fact is because I think that people are dumb. Yeah, it just makes me angry. Just call it a bell pepper. I don't know why uh mangoes even ever became a thing. But English cookbooks, That's here, here's where England comes into play. The imported English cookbooks spread throughout America, and stuffed mangoes was the most popular recipe in these cookbooks. And, again, we're not talking about the fruit. We're talking about the stuffed mangoes, the bell peppers. And so that propagated through. Um, the reason why it's the Midwest is, uh, can you guess why it would be the Midwest? That's where bad ideas go. No, uh, yeah. a lot of German immigrants. Uh, yes, and so. a lot of Amish folks, and both those people groups can a lot. And so they that's can a lot what? Everything. <laughs> yes, they can. What? What are you talking about? They can. They, oh my god! You you never had like German uh, sauerkraut and all that stuff. They they can all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah, I know that they can. 
but like what are they what can they do uh eat stuffed mangoes for dinner and and fool the whole world so basically the recipe was stuffed mangoes and then eventually people started getting so used to this recipe that they just started calling all green peppers and bell peppers mangoes so it started off with this recipe and then eventually since the recipe was stuffed mangoes they just started to call bell peppers mangoes this fact you're right to be confused I know it's so confusing I'll help clarify things if you guys have any questions so where did your father no further questions mango stuffed mango you make it himself and he buy it somewhere uh if we rewind the podcast back to my story <laughs> i said my father-in-law said that he had a good meal at his mother's house oh, uh, i forgot the mother's part i too. didn't i missed that part too because you guys are so confused about the mango aspect of it does That's she true. introduce herself as uh mike's <laughs> wife's father's dad or <laughs> she does do that all the time it's a very large mouthful because i do like a good stuffed pepper well no on this show it's a stuffed mango if you bring it up on this episode so from now on this is like a future like we have to call all stuffed peppers stuffed mangoes and we have to call all pep but anytime we even say green pepper bell pepper we have to say mango pepper that's gonna suck that. I say it like five times an episode. You do. Um, I we always bring up green peppers every episode. And I don't know why. Uh, we just like them. Um, so my it's, fact is called the Pepper King. You say mango, I say bell pepper. Very nice. All right, that's all the time we have. <laughs> Come on, it was better than the moons. No, I know. These, I mean, listeners. If you've listened this long into the episode, just know that you're in good hands, and I'm going to bring us home. No, no, you at least fact. have to vote for my fact, just despite Alex's moony fact. Uh, did your fact have the phrase "full beaver moon"? I don't think so. No, but no, but I did say it during his fact. You did, That's yeah. True. So mine had the best of both worlds. Hey, go ahead, Pat. All right, here's my fact. I've been dropping hints about this, but when you think of America, what do you think? <laughs> I think of Mike. Uh, hot dogs. Keep going. Hot dogs. Keep going. Uh, when you want to describe something as American. My country. It's as American as. Apple pies. Apple pies. But did you know that apple pie is not American? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's my fact, everybody. <laughs> well, I, assume mo- I assume we didn't like make apple pie here. I'm sure make- when people came over, they brought it with them. Then why do they say as American as apple pie? We'll find out what? next episode. Yes, you will. The only thing that's truly American is the fact off. That's true. This is, People are going to say it's as American as the fact off, where three random guys argue about stuff that <laughs> doesn't matter. It is true, though. We need to start. We need to do some like uh, foreign facts like one one week. Oh, wait. Are you talking about other countries? Because the apple actually comes from Asia. And so. my fact was about the moon, which is technically super foreign to us. That's true. You don't get more foreign than the moon. Well, the uh, now the only apple is yeah from Japan, right? Fuji apple. I just said Asia, so you can if you want to, listeners, you want to deep dive about apples, go for it. 
Uh, the only native apple in America was the crab apple, which colonists thought sucked. It does suck. So they, it does. <laughs> yeah, they brought their own apple it's, seeds from Europe. So literally the worst apple is the one that's from America. <laughs> yep. <Okay>. USA. <laughs> uh, one of the big reasons colonists liked apples was the cider. It tastes better than water, and it's easier to make than beer. It's also apples are extremely easy to cross-pollinate, and therefore it's easy to create new types of apples. Yep. Yeah, just go to the Which grocery store. There's like a, a billion different new apples every year, it seems like. And they all suck. The only good one is uh, Honeycrisp. I'm like M. Night Shyamalan, where I've been dropping hints at this. When Alex said top 45 fruits, I said 30 of them are apples. Did you know how many apples they had in the 1800s? 75,000. Uh, I think I looked this up once. I don't know the exact number, but I know there's a whole crap ton of apples. I think there's like 150 <laughs> or more. <laughs> I looked it up. It's a, it says here, the technical term is crap ton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, right, according man. to SmithsonianMag.com, by, the okay. 18, by 1800, American farmers were growing a mind-boggling... 14,000 varieties of apples, many of which had been bred in the country. So we were making it our own at that point. It is because of John Chapman that apples moved their way into American folklore and heritage. John Chapman, ever heard of him? Yeah, Johnny Johnny Appleseed. Chapman Appleseed. Wait, didn't you do a fact on Johnny Appleseed, Alex? No. Oh, you just thought about it. I thought you did. I thought you did, too. No, you did a guy that was like Johnny Appleseed of something else. I forget. No one listens to this show. <laughs> That's true. I, um, I kind of remember it. No, I'm not going to go into a lot of Johnny Appleseed, but no, I did name do all, a... Name all the apples that they had. This I found one funny thing on his Wikipedia. What? Oh, 14,000. <laughs> Start now. So this is Johnny Appleseed's Wikipedia, and this is a direct quote. The inspira- Johnny Appleseed was the inspiration for many museums and historical sites, such as the Johnny Appleseed Museum. <laughs> I just, that cracked me up. I laughed for like two minutes. After I thought you were just going to list off all the museums named after Johnny Appleseed. No, it's just a one example. <laughs> all right. Uh, according to Tim Hensley for the Brooklyn Botanical Garden, the 19th century was a time of unparalleled public interest in new fruit varieties when apples, pears, and peaches were critically reviewed and rated with the enthusiasm now reserved for Hollywood movies and popular music. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, that's I, what, I, I, I saw this great apple the other day. It has a fantastic plot. The sequel to the Granny Smith apple sucked. <laughs> Me and Mike have a bet right now about uh, box office revenue of two movies that are out. And I feel like if this was like a hundred years ago, we would be arguing about uh, Granny Smith apples versus Pink Ladies, and I would win. Pink Ladies far superior. Depends on the use case, honestly. Well, when the use is uh, eating it. If you're making an <laughs> apple pie, Granny Smith's the way to go. Tartar. You want a tartar <laughs> apple for an apple pie? No, you want tartar for your sauce. Anyway, <laughs> Alex wanted to boo so bad. All right, I'm almost done. Uh, that's another uh, quote I read that was just cracked me up. It's like the tartar sauce popular movies. No, no, just that uh, interest in fruit varieties was as popular as music. <laughs> oh, thank God we have cell phones. <laughs> you hear that new uh, bananas dropping tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we did talk about how many appealing. varieties of bananas there were. Not much. 
I did. I did a whole fact about bananas. Yeah, you're a fruit guy. You are a fruity man on the show. I'm a big fruit. All right, the history of apple pie. So remember when we started this? I wasn't talking about just apples. I was talking about why American pie, or why do we say as American as apple pie? Well, specifically, apple pies date back, and I dropped this hint in Mike's fact to 1381 in England. Ah, the year I was born. Yeah, you son of a. The recipe wasn't just apples. It also had figs, raisins, pears, and saffron. That sounds like a and nightmare. Now, <laughs> that sounds so bad. That's like everybody hates fruit cake because it has all those uh, ingredients. When do the Dutch get involved? They make a good pie. Um, there was a Dutch was involved, and I I think it was like fifteen hundred something, and I didn't include it in my fact. Yeah, the Dutch apple pie yeah. is far superior to whatever garbage you just read off. Well, you know, it gets even worse because the recipes didn't have sugar and the crust was called coffin pastry, which was inedible. So (laughs) I don't know how this even stood the test of time at all. Yeah. So they imported it to America. We just made it better, which is what we do as America. Everybody does say British or English food uh, tastes like garbage, hot garbage. It looks so lovely on the Great British Bake Off. It's so bland, though. It's just so bland. Here here we go. This is why we say as American as apple pie. The phrase as American as apple pie is hard to figure out exactly the origin, but the earliest that is written down is 1924 in the Gettysburg Times when an advertiser wrote, new let's suits that are as American as apple pie. Yeah. And then by World War II. No context. (laughs) Well, no, it was just... That's the furthest back it's written down is someone had it in a in an ad newspaper clipping. Okay. But by World War II, it was a common phrase that the soldiers would say. They'd like, say, they'd "Kill somebody and for? say this is American as apple pie." <laughs> yes, <laughs> like rock on, dude. <laughs> I hate Nazis. Um, so when they would ask soldiers, "What are you fighting for? What are you going to miss the most?" They would say, "They're fighting for." America, and they would say, for America, or right, <laughs> fighting for America, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> cut all this for, out, I'm going to cut this out. Fighting for America is as old as uh, apple pie. They were fighting for mom and apple pie, is what they would say. Man. I don't know why, I just had like a mental breakdown. Were the ladies <laughs> just not that hot back you, then or something? You, you could not get past the word America. <laughs> <laughs> it says America a lot in this sentence. So the whole phrase is as American as mom and apple pie. Okay. So not only did we we take American or apple pie from England, we also took moms from every other country and we made that American too. So well, America has the best moms. It's true. It has the number one mom, Kathy Maloney. If you're listening, you're the number one mom according to the fact off. (laughs) Mike is not disagreeing. But does she make good apple pie? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to play this episode for her. <laughs> All What's right. The and that's, fact? the name of my fact is Why, Why is American Pie? Okay. So there you have it, folks. The fact off of that, you have Mike's fact. You say mango, I say bell pepper. You have my fact, the fact off moon. And you have Pat's fact. Why, why is American pie? Yeah, that's the best uh, one. So, 
go to factoffpodcast.com to vote. Uh, you can click the show, show link in the vote button in the show notes to go there. Uh, check us out on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Pat is off this summer, so I'll be posting more. Um, you should see all the stuff I'm posting. I think we've gone a consecutive six weeks without posting anything on any of our socials. I Okay, I make a promise to all the listeners. If I win this week, I will post five times next week. Dude, everybody's turned <laughs> oh, it oh, off oh. during the list of moons. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just came back from the future. Pat got negative votes. <laughs> <laughs> they took their votes for me and he gave it to Mike. So there you go. Enjoy your week and have a great day.